What's up, Wichita? It's Austin and Aaron show once again. What is this? Episode 20? 23. 23. Michael Jordan's not. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, we so this ought, yeah, this ought to be good. Yeah, this ought to be good. This ought to be real good. We have for you today award-winning artist Anthony Dozier. 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 And I've been saying it right all day, too. And then mm-hmm. I, I, I slipped. <laughs> you sitting next to me. <laughs> that, that bad name, Juju Dunroll. Yeah, yeah, Juju Dun- I am the worst at names. That's why I'm like, you're introducing this one. <laughs> this God. one's all you. <laughs> so yeah, Anthony Dozier has a studio here at Muse. Uh, upstairs. Yeah. You got into a new room, actually. Yes. How are you liking the new room? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the next level. Let's go. Yes, yes, I feel you. Before we get too deep in uh, with Anthony, man, I want to roll this graphic real quick. Yeah, and real quick, um, before that, let's go with uh, PK Pest again for advertising. We got this, let's have it spin in there, fly spray that we sell. We sell it to all the restaurants around town. We've sold it to George's and a couple of the bars, Whiskey Dicks and Rusty Nail and a few other places. We sell it for 35 bucks. and if you have a venue or a bar or a... Uh, at your house, you have a place where you deal with a lot of flies. I tell you that. You got some amazing. chickens in your backyard or I'm something like that. Flies, flies are annoying, and this stuff is completely safe. You can use it in the kitchen. You can okay. use it. It's sugar based, so it doesn't have an attraction. Does it taste it. You can literally. The guy who demos it. You know when you when you have when you have like new new chemicals, the guy comes and demos it. Right. And the guy that did demo it sprayed it on his tongue. I was like, you know, I'm glad you did it. I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'll take your word for it. It Even kills if, flies, but makes yeah. your breath yeah fresh. But yeah, so, so it's sugar-based and it's safe, and we sell it for $35 a can to anybody who needs it. Well, I use it at my house on the trash can up front for uh, when pool parties, you got all that pool shit, and it just brings tons of flies. So it's something we offer to venues and to private residents, because I don't got time to sit at your house and see where your flies are. Mm. You know where they're at. I show you how to use it. I show you how to apply it. It's a great aerosol, and it works forever. So PK Pest Management um, for all your pest control needs, uh, 316-305-7108. Roll that fucking graphic. So that was all the shows? Yeah. Well, maybe not all the shows. And we want to kind of shorter reach. Should we? I'm thinking about sending like just an email out to all the venues. Like, send us your fucking shows coming up so we can get that. Yeah, yeah. Send us like a month worth of shows so that we can yeah. really like, so advertise. If you're watching that. this and you work at a venue or uh, play at a venue or... Or you're just a play heavy drinker and you go to the venues a lot. Yeah, and you know the guys. Yeah, we're trying to work on pick, yeah. we're trying to work on picking up that uh, info so we can. How does Matt Brown know where every show is and he's at every show? I right? figure we sh- could we like have him as a correspondent for the show. <laughs> <laughs> like Matt Strong is showing up. Yeah, dude. Like who was showing a straw and giggle while we roll graphics? <laughs> yeah, but I, I think he would be the guy to go to. Like he's got all the. He would have all the fucking. He would have all the info on all the fucking shows, man. He really would. Because, uh, yeah, he will. It, like, it's not a show, I don't feel like, if he doesn't just come walking through the door eventually. But anyway, shout out to him. Uh, so anyway, so back Anthony, to your man, place of stop. What do we got going on? Anthony, you got an installation at the City Hall? Uh, yes, we were selected to uh, display. And uh, um, as part of a series that the city has started to uh, um, introduce and display artists, uh, 
as a selectman, and uh, we were there first, and it's such a privilege and honor. And when I'm bubbling over on I meant it gives my soul joy and happiness every day, even despite you know the daily challenges that we face at one point oh, yeah. or another. It is it is joy, and it is a, a childhood dream coming true that. Once upon a time, we thought wouldn't come true, but we stayed at it, stayed true to it. And here we are. Yeah. And I have to say this: the muse and this wonderful organization is more than a part of it. Mission tell at home. You know, freedoms. I have a beautiful family here. It does feel like a family, doesn't it? It is yeah. a family. Well, this family's proud to have you part of it. In my opinion. Yeah, man. It's wonderful. So, yeah, you know, things. as we say, onward and upward. Awesome. Man, it's onward and upward. Man. Right. I feel like we're just getting started in the yeah, podcast right. world. Yeah, you know? for sure, man. We haven't even been doing this a fucking year. Yeah, 20-some <laughs> episodes isn't really... It isn't shit. That, that's not really a yeah, whole lot. But, but I feel like we've developed quite a bit. Yeah, well, um, we're having fun doing it. That's all I saw about. I saw them, you know, whenever I have time. Oh, yeah. Oh, we tuned in, and I laugh about it. My wife asked in the room, what you walking in there? <laughs> <laughs> Two goofy-ass dudes that can convince the people to film it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you're just coming on the back of some really cool um, exhibitions. Uh, uh, you was uh, Mary Jane Teal? Um, no, no, Mary um, Coke. Uh, no, Mark Arts. Yeah. Mark Arts over on 13th and Rock Road. Uh, Mary Coke's Gallery. That's what I was trying to get out. But, uh, there it is. You were like had both of them combined. Uh, yeah, <laughs> did, did a thing. We are currently in two of their uh, galleries and two of their exhibitions. We won a spot in the National Abstract Exhibition. That is the whole entire 50, not just local. And again, a blessing and a privilege and an honor just the place. No, we didn't win any awards, but I remember the juror, uh, the night of the reception and everything, how we had a wonderful conversation. He sort of gave me that look like, I think I missed one, but that's okay. It was just an honor to be chosen. And people will see our works now until the first week of October. Wow. Just walk in, you know, whenever the hours are open. And I will give a, a shout out to my dear and good friend at Mark Arts, Chloe Lane. Wonderful woman in the art world. Have to give her that. Yeah. Now, Lisa Gritley, City Arts, and my sweetheart, Caitlin Wall, City Arts. Three of the most wonderful women that I've met. And they're really wonderful. And I cherish and I value their friendship. Oh my. So here we go. We do have some wonderful people in the arts community. Are you familiar with Anthony Joyner? Oh, yes. I'm Anthony, sorry. I did not mention his name. Duh. Uh, no, it's cool. So, so Anthony Joyner, um, he recognized the problem here locally that um, we just didn't have a lot of African-American artists able to raise up into the into the spotlight and into the 
um, success area of their career, right? And so Anthony Joyner started the Mulberry Gallery over at uh, Revolutia, the container, like the shipping container village. I mean, I don't even know. The, 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 the place was crazy. Uh, but, but he has the Mulberry Gallery full of uh, African-American art and some kind of risque mm-hmm. oh, uh, yeah. African-American So like no boundaries? Oh, yeah. Let's push start. an envelope. Yeah. An envelope. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And... And I know this to be true in music that the kind of risque on the cusp, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, but that's the stuff that gets the attention. You know what I mean? Like Marilyn Manson back in the day, remember? Like mm-hmm. we'd all be talking about Shock Marilyn Manson, I mean, and now he's making a million. I mean, Madonna does the same shit too. So. Yeah. And and again, Aaron, you know, uh, Mr. Anthony Joyner is one that I uh, sorely uh, over overlooked. I meant. He's a blessing yes. because he brings fresh new ideas, innovative ways to elevate the artist and also his outstanding wife, Dominique Joyner, outstanding artist as well. I meant he's elevating us instead of, you know, being shoved in a corner and, you know, you know, maybe a holiday to, you know, you show and present what we're doing. Anthony. Mr. Joyner is elevating that. And again, I'm glad, I'm more than glad to be a part of that. And uh, he knows he have my support 100%. It's a killer community. I, I, I was going through his gallery, and there are just a lot of really cool pieces from a lot of names that I don't know of. But then again, the, just again, again, that's part of the problem. Isn't mm-hmm. it? I mean, I, I haven't heard these names because they're not so prevalent in mm-hmm. the whole art scene. Mm-hmm. And and I'll tell you, I don't really pay too much attention to the art scene at large. I'm more on the music side of it, but I see it and I'm interested in it. I know? love it, but I, you know, I'm, I'm not. I don't know everything about it either. Mm-hmm. I'd love to go look at a bunch of. I'd love to go to an art gallery. I love that show. Yeah, I remember last year at this time. <coughs> I think it was August the eighth of last year. The Wave had uh, open mic. You know, the rappers and singers, whatever. And uh, the wave invited us to present six, seven pieces on the stage. Now, <laughs> you know, I went through some art classes and things like that. Uh, art Inc. Um, they uh, taught us in this class that we had, we need to speak up for ourselves. You know, your own publicity. <coughs> you know. And I'm humbled about this, you know. I'm, 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 I'm really humble about it. But they taught us that you have to take advantage of opportunities and get your name out there. So uh, we were invited to the wave and I burn to the truth. The artwork in the backdrop, it seemed like it electrified the performers and they even given props you know, to us, and which was wonderful, but it was a wonderful show at the Wave, and, uh, you know, we hopeful that uh, it may start something, because it's a great opportunity, and like you mentioned, Aaron, it's the arts. They complement each other, Austin. It ought to be one family. Yeah. Well, it's nice, I mean, if you've, if you've been out and about in Wichita lately, you're noticing that all the, well, at least all the flyers and all the venues, stuff that's here, even at Barleycorns and at other venues, they're having uh, music artists play while someone does live 
art and there's and there's yes. and they're selling pieces that they've had. There's people there that's also just selling pieces, and then it's not always just live art. But the, the, the those, have been doing that. That's, that's really starting to fuse, and yeah. I, I really love to see that because you know because it's cool to sit there and watch somebody mm-hmm. design their art while someone's playing music. I mean, Final it fits, Friday's kind it fits of together. Yeah, Final Friday's kind of cemented that relationship a little bit locally. Yeah. You know, yeah. I hope that's a national thing that's going you know, on. And I give the shout outs to you know powerful and up and coming like a chain link and. Yeah. Again, City Arts and um, um, uh, Ruben Sander that I met. And this is the key. Support. Support. Sometimes, uh, oftentimes these shows are open. There's uh, usually free water and sometimes, and sometimes there are receptions where there's food and things like that to, you know, break the ice and and sometimes even my dearest confidants and friends, you know, even after this period of time, but I don't give up on them. They don't show up, but that's okay because it's a growing. As you mentioned, it is, it is, uh, it's taken off. So, you know, join, uh, uh, be with us on the rise so that, you know, we won't intentionally forget, but as we rise, you know, some things may be forgotten. We'll try not to, but here we go. <laughs> yeah, don't be left reactionary. Be on, be on the cusp of cool things. Yeah, I always like to be there at the beginning. Yeah, so you, it's always cool to say like, I knew, I knew that was gonna be cool. Well, <laughs> thank you. I'm not gonna lie, I like, I like being that guy. Isn't, it, isn't it cool to like run out and just try something? New? Yeah, you know, be like, I don't know about that. That sounds weird. I better go check it out. Right. You know, because uh, weird man, that, that that should be Wichita's just like. Go, like, yeah, let's be as weird as we can. Right? <laughs> I mean, weird, 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 weird Wichita does work a little. I mean, it does yeah, work, Weird Wichita. It right? does yeah. work a little. Hashtag think, Weird Wichita. Mm, we'll start I think, yeah, yeah, we should start. So, that. Anthony, like, it's for our viewers and for everybody that doesn't know you, uh, explain your art. Like, what kind of art do you do? Like, what's your motivation? You're wearing some of it. Yeah. So, yeah. so kind of explain, <laughs> explain, you. explain your your stuff and how you okay. do go about your process and all that good stuff. Okay. It, it, it is born from uh, speech impediment from the 50s. There were, at least the teachers didn't practice what they knew, but there were no therapies and things like that. And I remember, you know, sharp images in my mind of being often punished for not being able to say a simple two words do you used to take me five minutes and the pressure the ridicule from the peers not that I'm being ousted really with the other stutters I wasn't alone and um, you know we just stayed with that even with life challenges as a child you know one thing or another and you know I have to say this socially as well. Things were very tough back then. I'm from a broken family. Did you grow up here in Wichita? Yes. So you're from yeah. here originally? Mm-hmm. Front, uh, was born in the 67214-1125 North Spruce. And my grammar school was Ingalls School Elementary, which has now been raised. And Spate Magnus School was there. Beautiful, beautiful learning institute. And I've met with their administrators. And, and if I may say... 
we have do uh, donated several pieces to Spade as well along the way, and it was an honor to get to them. To get back to the school where you first attended to. Yeah, back to your youth, back to your childhood. And it, it is true to the saying, Aaron, you know, remember where you come from. Do your best, do your part, leave your mark. That's it. So, uh, again, you know, it was more than a speech impediment from a broken family. Uh, in fact, here's some truth. I was first to be bused five years ago. I was, my generation was the first. For desegregation of school yes, busing? Yes, yeah. yes. And uh, uh, my assignment was Truesdale and South High. And I cherish that. First, it was tough. But what helped Anthony is that my dad and my mom set my foundations spiritually. So when I look at my brothers and sisters of another culture. So that was, you know, it, that was easy, but, you know, things were quite challenging. But it was a great experience and I wouldn't trade it and I wouldn't change it. Because it helped, it has helped me to be a, a better, better man and a better person, and know how to get along. Yeah, probably, probably develop a lot of patience. So again, I went through all that, you know, not being able to speak very well, but just stayed at it and stayed at it and stayed at it. But as a child, I would, uh, um, when no one would listen to me. I would make one last appeal to them. And it would take a few minutes to say it, but I would say, and I'll imitate how I said it. Let me show you. And really, that's the way I went about life. Let me show you. Not just words, you know, especially words I couldn't speak and words I stayed away from because, you know, they found out at John Hopkins here about five years ago that children that stuttered are having seizures. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so mild, back in the mild pictures, seizures, sort of? Mild, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But so, like fairly constantly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, they must have finally started testing people's brainwaves while that shit was going on. So. You know, I won't use no colorful Portuguese, but <laughs> um, I will not. <laughs> you know me. You know, I've made people slip before. Mm. <laughs> I had the seizure beat out of me. Physically. Pat Lang sat in the corner. I almost was labeled a pee pee boy because of the stammering and stuttering. Outcast. If I may say, among my culture, I'm going to say this. When I was bus, the other cultures didn't make fun. Oh, yeah, there was a few. But not like 
I went through in my community. It was. The neighborhood was worse. Yeah. So that has some terrible. Yeah, the kids grew up with it. It was easy. Well, the, the kids are supposed to have your back. Yeah, I right? know, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? The six, seven, two, yeah. one, four was very rough. Oh, oh. Oh, let me say that, you know, but again, uh, I was a brief time there, 14, just that. Um, again, my brother and I, we were abandoned, and then when the house foreclosed, we were on the streets. What age was that? Uh, uh, I was 15, my brother Jeez. was 14. That's not easy. And uh, we stayed with a love family for a while until uh, our, fa- our father came and got us. Like, you know, we were on the streets almost a calendar year. But we reported to school, starving to death, and we did the best we could to survive until things died. And stuttering and stammering all that time. And with all that pressure back then, I had to really concentrate and really try to get your words out. But still, but, you know, do you? I, I, but, but, but we stayed at it. But I would make things with my hands to convey my message. Case in point, back in the 60s, we all know what a reservoir is. But, you know, short word, a dam. Back in the 60s, you couldn't say the word, (laughs) dam. Everybody's parent plus your parents would have popped you in the mouth, washed you up. But I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. You know, because if I would have said reservoir, it would have took me now, back then, now into eternity. But I do recall how I would see things when I would stutter real bad. Austin and Aaron. It seemed like things were confined. And I couldn't grasp it because it was going by so fast. Now, you know, when I hear, you know, look at things, dealings with people, this, that, whether it's informational words or their vocals, it comes across easy. You know, I understand everything you're saying. It also developed a very good eating habit, too, since I couldn't talk because, you know, when I would read silently, if you didn't stutter in your mind, you just... You had all the words inside. Just nice and fluid. Yeah. I mean, that's nice escape for someone that's having trouble giving them out to everybody else. That's, yeah, that's a beautiful sentiment, actually. So, um, you know, that was part of us. Again, through the travels and not... And our experience in our life, you know, we left it. But we never forgot that it was there, you know, but nothing extraordinary. You want to know Michelangelo or nothing like that, or Thomas Hart Benton or Jackson Pollock or nothing like that, but it was there. It was after I finished my education at Newman University, a wonderful professor by the name of Mary Werner. She said something to me after class, after the last class, and that was my graduating year. She said, Anthony, I see something in you. And I said, what's that, Professor? She said, Tony, you've been a tiger caged up too long. I'm opening up the door. 
You walk out, and never look back. So, from that point, we started dabbling around this and started drawing some things out, you know. That, um, and um, my wife is my best critic. I ask her, you be hard, you be. And in the early years, we gave away hundreds because it was what we loved to do. And to give to someone and, you know, they totally didn't expect anything at all. And to see that joy, you know, uh, you know, the it's addictive. Yes. It's nice to give people gifts, man, yes. if you can. You know, what was rather heartbreaking, Aaron Austin? And like many years later, we found I worked in Goodwills. And, and when we give, I would say it's a ceremony, but it's really from the heart. You know, like. You know, when you get a piece from an artist, like something special to me, I love yeah. when I get some shit like that. Yeah. And you know, that there's times where they've been associates have said some very. You know, I don't mean to go negative or anything, but have said some very harsh things that even in giving. Uh, people have found the way to even lie about it. When are you going to give me a painting? Well, when did I commit to you? <laughs> you know, I love to give, but when you stand on top of the stairs saying, wait. And when you ask, it's more annoying. <laughs> let me get, let me do it. But I think there's a thing there, okay? I, I think that the more you put yourself out there as an artist, or mm -hmm. in my case, a musician, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's still creativeness. Yes. You know, when you put yourself out there in a point to where you're like, no, I want this to be my living. Mm -hmm. I want to be known for mm -hmm. this because mm -hmm. this is what I love to do. And I mm -hmm. can't really imagine doing anything mm -hmm. else. When you put yourself out there so far, you are you are subject to it. I mean, it's just simple law of averages, you know? Mm -hmm. You was talking about hundreds of paintings mm -hmm. that you gave out. Mm -hmm. It's just law of averages that some of those people aren't going to respect it. No. Some of those people, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and and when I do my music, some of those people just aren't going to get what I'm doing and come back at me. That's how it is. Yeah. You know, Austin said it right. It was addictive. Cheerful giver. You know, I walk spiritually. I won't get you no preaching, but I do walk with the Lord. I have to share that because I'm not ashamed. But cheerfully give, I would, addictive. Oh, yeah. You know, there were salespeople came to our house, got contracts, and extracted uh, uh, money from my wife and I. And still, here, you, as you travel back home to Ohio or New York, because I appreciate your honesty and your good product that you, though we may never see each other again. So now, you know, that phase is, I would say, over. You know, yes, we still give, but very selective, you know, because as you mentioned, you're out there and it takes notice. You wanted to appreciate it too. I mean, and when you're starting, you put yourself out there a little bit more. Mm. Oh, you know, yeah, when, yeah. When, when, when you really start getting that love and reception back at you, you know, then you're like, okay, so what I have is valuable. These people really, they're, they're digging it. Mm -hmm. I don't have to mm -hmm. be giving away everything for free. Mm -hmm. I can 
I can monetize this now. Maybe I can make a living with this. Maybe I can do what I want to do. And all the, and all the people that get the stuff for a good price early need to realize that that price is going to eventually inflate and be okay with still supporting the artists. Yeah. And be okay with still supporting the artists when the CD's not free. Mm-hmm. When the when the when the paintings aren't free. Mm-hmm. So when they go to ten bucks and fifty dollars mm-hmm. and hundreds of dollars, still support. So, so as a musician, as a musician, that's what I find funny as hell. Is hey man, I'm doing this show at the Orphan. You know, oh man, can you put me on the list? Wow. <laughs> like, I can only put like you three. support me? Can or I put not? four people on the list? And it's an you know? $8 show. Can you make it, please? My mom and dad get on the list. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know you know what's funny about my mom and dad is they usually would rather pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, my you know what I mean? Yeah, because they support us. Exactly. And may I just interject? It, it just yeah, popped in my mind. We pay money for online, cable, that's entertainment or whatever. How beautiful it is to support that artist on their rise. And they don't forget you when you buy that piece from that artist that's on the rise that now. And we've taken an opportunity to let people know that we've given away to and that appreciate it. And let them know the value of your piece just went up. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, you know that thing you bought for fifty dollars. Yeah, that probably was about six, seven hundred. So you know, it's it's been a, a beautiful journey. I have I, I want to share this in case it gets too lengthy here. Okay. Um, was the um, we were, uh, again? Let me back up a little bit. We really took it to a phase. We gave it away. And really, I was gauging what people would say in their responses. And then we got our courage up. I think, I believe my wife's going to encourage me to go public. You know, try to show at some gallery. So I talked with my friends that were creating and things like that. And they said, Anthony, start small, start real small. You know, uh, find a Riverside Cafe. This is for the pandemic, everything, everything was flowing and going back in there. Flowing, blah, 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 blah. You know, coffee shops could be filled mm-hmm. anytime. You know, yeah, you know, but Austin, and I said, no. Because what we have, I believe it's something special. And we prayed real hard and still pray today. Our first public appearance was at Wichita State University at the Looking Glass. I don't know what drew me up there. I think the construction of the new student center what really fascinated me because I used to hang out there back in the 70s and things like that when I was a teenager. And, and now, you know, some serious investments were going on at the university, and I just just wandered up there, and I, and I saw what they were doing. So I inquired with some of the students that were standing around, you know, how do you go about, you know, to get in the gallery? And I was told back then there was a competition going on back then, and I attended Wichita State as well. I'm one of their alum as well. Um, they said there was competition, you know, where the uh, competition was from all artists, whether it was photographed, this, that, one thing or another. 
And if you apply, you know, they reached in the hat and say, okay, this one won, but they didn't reach in the hat. They drew it what you had or looked at a few images. But we were selected to display at the looking glass of the Cadman Gallery at Wichita State Radigan Student Center. And that, that was, if I put a gauge on it, you know, then like I do now, we would say something wonderful is about ready to happen. And not only did we get in in 2016, but we had a seven consecutive year run at the Looking Glass, Wichita State. And they don't just let anybody in. <laughs> I mean, you mustn't know how to talk to people, be supportive of other, you know, instead of, you know, here's my painting, put them on the wall. You have to represent well. Relationship. Yeah. Take a little time. Slow it down a little bit. Seven consecutive years. The legendary Gordon Parks from Fort Hayes, Kansas, didn't have a consecutive streak like that. I'm not bragging, man. We can brag a little. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but you can brag a little. It's worth it. You know, you know, reading a lot. You know, being a stutter. We're making history. Even in this podcast, we're making history. But that achievement, you know, and my wife, you know, sometimes slowed me down said, Anthony. And there in an awesome, sometimes I have to pinch myself and say, is this really real? Because this truly is a childhood dream life. Aaron, you don't seen it. You know, things have happened here. It's like, if I may say, I feel like that little boy just so full of excitement and joy. Instead of someone else, or those that stole your work and put their name on it, da 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 da, and claiming that they did it, the Lord's Lord has said, This is your time. And again, as I said in the beginning, being part of this great organization, and we're on the rise. Couldn't be better. But we're going to work. And we're going to make it better. It's hard work, man. Yes, it is hard. It's worth it, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, yeah it, it, it is. It is totally worth it, man, to see, uh, see little Emily on stage on Monday nights of Mike. She's like, she's mostly blind. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But she's eight years old and gets on that stage like an old pro. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to the <laughs> You guys want to hear me sing? You know? And she just sings she's acapella by herself? She sings. She was playing damn guitar the other day. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. Just, but like, these are those moments that you're like, oh my God, this is totally why I do this. You know? It makes it all worth it. Yeah. yeah. You can keep, keep doing shit for that reason. Usually, stuff usually works out a well, little bit. Do, do Not for, always. Do but... it for the right reasons. Yeah. You know I mean? just, just do it for the right reasons. If you start doing it for like, you know, uh, 
the fame and the mm-hmm. fortune and all the things that... Or the accolades. The accolades, the, the, the pass yeah. on the back. Yeah, you know like, I mean? that's where pe- there more, yeah, more people yeah. get caught up in that shit than they get caught up in the fame and the fortune. Because the fame and the fortune is hard to fucking get. Mm. And, 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 and this <laughs> is kind of why I'm saying, like, man, I have a million ideas. I have a million ideas every day. Just, just tons of ideas. If you can steal a couple of them and mm-hmm. take them and run with them, just do that. I don't even care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just That's what I say. I say too much. I say too much shit. Okay. Like, I can't copyright all this shit. If you hear some idea that I had and you want to go ahead and steal it, you have my blessing. Because mm-hmm. that, that's not really, that's not from me, man. That's wh- wherever that creative spark happened, you know, yeah. whatever happened there. Cool. You know, if I was able to channel that and that helps you out some way, man, just take that shit. Yeah, run with it because I really don't care. Just, just make it happen. Do it right, you know. You know, you guys bring up, again, an interesting point. Like, you know, we rehearsed this, but we didn't rehearse this at all. About, you know, you know, you know the right intent. And I'll share something with you all. And this is very close to the best. I lost my mother to COVID-19. In its early stages. So recently? Uh, I would say 20, 20 months. But one of her last lessons she taught Tony, and I listened to my mother closely. In fact, I listened to both of my parents, even after they divorced, and you know, I would visit this year, and I always listened to them. But she, she understood her child. She knew what I loved to do, and she remembered those things when I stammered and stuttered. And I tried to make things when I was quiet in a corner, trying to, you know, work it out. And I got to interject this. Up until the age of seventeen, I thought Rumpelstiltskin was a real person. I honestly thought. If you worked hard enough, you could take straw and spin it into gold. But the gist of that lesson I learned is the God-given talent that you have, use it for His glory and His pleasure, and watch what happens. So, you know, with that said, Going back to mother's lesson, I called it her final lesson. She knew her son, and she knew I loved to do this. And from prior visits, I would say, me, I, me, I, I, me, 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 me. The ego. She took me to the side in her house, and it was only us in her house. She took me to the side in her house and gave me the lesson. We literally crucified me and I. It slips up every now and then. But I have to say this. For me, me and us is more harmonious and it works better. And when we go about it that way, Austin Aaron, the spotlight is finding us. We don't have to run it down.
It's us. Yeah. It comes a big web. If any piece of that web catches it, yeah. it's all back to the network. You know what I mean? And I'll say it. It helps me remember Mother strong. That's a good lesson for her, for sure. Because the I, I, I don't ever work out for you. It really doesn't. It's ego, man. Mm. I mean, yeah, I mean, it just doesn't. <laughs> you try to cut me, it just doesn't work out very well. You ever hear about Waldorf education? You know anything about Waldorf education? I've heard the phrase. I've heard, so, I feel like I've heard the phrase. So, so, so it's, a, it's a Rudolf Steiner thing. Mm. All right. So anyway. Uh, Waldorf education, first couple of years. <laughs> first couple of years <laughs> no. in, in Waldorf education, they take the black crown out of your box mm. because every, every kid uses that to draw the shape and then color it in, right? Uh, in Waldorf education, there's no, there's no black line separating me from anything else. You know, we're not separate. So, yeah, they take the black crown out of the box to kind of. You take the lines out. Yeah. It's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. It's the fastest growing remove, private education system. Kind of remove boundaries. Yeah. Sort of way. Exactly. That would help artists too. That's just, just kind of cool to like, yeah, just, just, to just kind just of just do the framework of the piece. I mean, I'm no artist whatsoever, yeah. but like to see the framework without you stenciling in the lines first would be kind of a cool way to go about it. Mm. And then you draw the lines in afterwards, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. If, if you need lines. Mm-hmm. You know, you all bring up uh, an interesting point. At one phase, as we were going into this, you know, we all run into economic hard times. <laughs> hard times in, port, in 69, 49, 20, whatever. And we wanted to keep going. You know, and at that particular time, we were getting maybe a little bit, not much anything, but just, but just the love and the vibrancy was just, out of control. I went to some organizations and asked their permission for throwing away materials. And we were able to take those materials and literally apply the muffled steel skin effect to it. We found the paint was free. Everything was free. And we was able to Keep on going until the resources trickled in. <laughs> Trickle's but, a good word. Trickle. <laughs> but, you know, and, and when they trickled in, was a nickel, a dime, or a dollar. You take it, though. You appreciate it, too. Yeah, exactly. And you make it stretch. So, so you know, we incorporate that, and that's always there, especially when you establish a relationship with these uh, uh, companies like uh, Sherwin-Williams, uh, in the area, they, Anthony, we have this about ready to throw away. You want it? I there mean, sometime go. I'll touch lock supplies, heating and air condition. That's where I get the round pieces. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. And matter of fact, uh, the guy, Mike, behind the counter say, Hey, Anthony, there's some real nice made of the real good wood there over there. Okay. You know, so we have that. And, uh, the Cedric County Hazardous Waste, they always have uh, paint. I love to work with them. Oh, yeah, they got all this stuff they got to discard, and some of it's still pretty decent. Yeah. I love the, uh, uh, I'm giving away a secret here. I love the. Uh, I'm feeling uh, art, so it's <laughs> These are good secrets. I like uh, uh, selecting the acrylic gloss. Woo! In, in fact, the famous uh, uh, American artist, 
did the same thing to a certain degree, and that's Jackson Pollock. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's no boundaries. Just like in music, there's no boundaries. Well, the only boundaries are the ones we put there. Yeah, I mean, even people come up with some cool shit these days. Well, I'll share this. This is an interesting picture piece of Wichita history and folklore, <laughs> you know, with the art world. And I hope uh, uh, all the folks in the art world, especially those that are way up here or wherever you are, or even down here, you're looking at the former security guard that saved Mr. and Mrs. Otis. The, uh, uh, it's a permanent part of the Wichita Art Museum. Uh, 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 a couple, very rotund, you know, George Washington looking with the fake wigs on. And she is, uh, 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 she's thick. But uh, they were uh, created back in the 1800s, early 1800s. And on one Monday, uh, 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 you know, inspecting and giving damage report, Mr. Otis had pieces that were about ready to fall out. I saw one piece that was halfway out was about ready to hit the ground. And I wrote, uh, I wrote a very scathing damage report to then director Mr. Howard E. Wooden of the Woods Art Museum saying, if you don't get them off the walls now, you're going to lose Wichita's treasures. So just from being up on the wall is the just problem? Just being on the wall. And now they start to fall off with canvas. Yes. Okay, that makes and, sense. And I don't even fucking thought of that. And they're always hanging because it's, you know, part of the permanent, you know, permanent house collection. And they're always on display. Turned in that report Monday. Mr. Director, Mr. Howard Whitnam had, had him off on Tuesday. Well, at least he listened. Yes, he did. And that... That, that made me feel good. You know, it really did. And now, all the directors that have enjoyed it, where they can display it. Uh, in fact, just last Friday, I met the new director, Mrs. Ann Kirkenbill or Rottenbill. Be wonderful person. And when I, and when we introduced our name, she said, I know who you are. That. That feels good. Yeah. Not only the damage report, but we've heard of your artwork. Men, if we're blessed to land any place in there in this life, My younger brother that was with me when we were abandoned, he lives in Atlanta, Georgia. He always, I'm going to say, yakking his mouth about, I need to be in Atlanta, Georgia. Da, 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 da. I would sell this to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atlanta is cool. Yes, yes. That's cool, man. But I shared this with him, Austin and Aaron. I said, if I can't, if, excuse me, if we can't make it, in Wichita, we can't make it in Atlanta. You know, that's just me. Fair enough. You know, because we don't want just incident success. We want it to sustain itself. 
perpetuated. So. Built on a foundation. Yeah. So I let him know, you know, let's make it here. And now, we're there. You know, with the recognitions that we're, we're getting. And again, I'm hammering the point. Being part of the muse. I can see one day where, hey, the special lights is hitting the building like, you know, like, oh, limited wait. seating, sorry. I want to black light the whole building, yeah, man. Yeah. Paint that up like neon purple. Yeah. Black light that whole building up. So, oh, like this hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Studio has a five, five, ten year waiting list, but you can yeah. get on the list. Yeah. You know, before it's all said and done, you know, this is my prayer and hope. So what do you got going on in the studio upstairs? Oh. But you kind of alluded to it earlier. Um, so if, if I might interject here for a minute. So uh, one of the things that I really appreciate about Anthony's art is that he is taking scraps left over. It's, it's, it's junk to someone. It's trash to someone. And you are making beautiful artwork out of it. Artwork that is getting these accolades that we're talking about. Oh, yeah, the, the, the city's responsive. Mm-hmm. Mary Coke responsive on tour now in the nation. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, you, you, you're taking somebody's trash and you're making it brilliant. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're making art out of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're up to currently, but I know that's kind of, well, the there's, and there's a that's lot kind of, of the there's thing. a lot of like construction trash mm-hmm. that's not trash. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. like the leftover shit. Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, there's just leftover stuff that they didn't need on that job. And, and, and it goes to waste for no reason. It's nice to see someone build an art out of it. And I kind of feel like it's transformation. Mm-hmm. It's transformation from you being a stuttering mm-hmm. young man into the well-spoken artist I see in front of me. Right. You know what I mean? That's a transformation. But I uh, think you put that's in a lot of hard work for that, too. You can tell you have. I think when did you When art. did you finally break down the stuttering barrier? At what age did you finally kind of find a way to calm the quickness going by it came in two phases a dear friend Mr. Joseph Ross Perez he said to me I always listen to Joe he said Anthony slow down your thought because your mouth can't keep up (laughs) and I thought about it you know again I'm a thinker and I thought about that phrase slow down your thoughts. Years later, you know, and we worked at it and we got better at it. A lot better, leaps and bounds. But it wasn't until the birth of my second daughter, she was born with a speech impediment. She was echolalic. So, I went to every session, every therapy with her you know, not mama, daddy. I have to say that for us dads. Yeah. One yeah. <laughs> the daddy took his daughter to every session, and we benefited from it. Austin and Aaron, I sat in on every session. And I listened to that Bible information, and it helped me with that last part of stammering and stuff. And it was kind of nice. I'm sure it was nice for her to have someone there that 
kind of understood her struggle, like, and you there to support her. And you can, and when you have the experience of years mm-hmm. of dealing with that, you can kind of fast track mm-hmm. her learning process a little bit, give her knowledge that doesn't make her have to go through it as long. Probably, so how's that? How'd that go? How's that going? I just oh, daughter's. I, how did your daughter's speech oh, improve? <laughs> She's sort of like her dad. She can speak words very, very well. And, you know, there was something, you know, there that, you know, that I will amplify on. I came from a broken home. My wife and I, we are together strong. And we raised our daughters well. We taught them sound things. Now, they can get out there and act... <sighs> Foolish. You know, everybody gets those, everybody gets that foolish. I never knew, I never knew. (laughs) But your foundation's been set. And it's wonderful that my daughters are coming back to the foundations because that lets a father and mother rest much more easy at night. You know what I'm saying? Because I love and I care for them. How many daughters do you have? Two. Two. Would have been three, but the first one didn't. Leslie didn't. Uh, my daughters, Leander Tribeca and Brittany Marichelle. They're wonderful. I love them. Is any of them or your wife artists of any kind, or is it, are you the lone artist in the family? I'm the, uh, 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 Lone Ranger. <laughs> but I get a, a lot of encouragement from them in different ways, you know. It is always good, good, good. They look at me like, <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> well, and, and, and art goes in waves, too. You yes. know, you, you go through this period where you're doing this, and you go through this period where you might be doing that. I saw a new picture from you. I saw that fire, that, uh, fire, fire on the mountain, mountain that Marshall Tucker man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a different style. That, that's a different style than I've seen from you before. And, 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 and truly, I love that song. I grew up on that. There was a part of that song I always liked. It, it was just so brief. Uh, I guess Marshall just had that fiddle with <laughs> Again, you know, speech impediment trains your ears to, you know, when you can't, you know, and you pull out. Like, but I always like that. Uh, it, it, I always found that a, a feel-good song, but it was a, a song of struggle, but you made it through it. And uh, I'll say it for what it's worth. My music genre, oh gosh, A to Z. I don't stop nowhere. I, I no, 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 no. I'm not just a rude blues, rhythm blues. So no, 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 no. There's too much good stuff out there. And if you want to hear Anthony's music taste, you pop in here about 2 o'clock any given night. 2 o'clock in the He's morning. He's jamming. 2 o'clock in the morning, mind you. Well, that's the time when ain't nobody around. Joe Joe Walsh. And now, he changed rooms. He's in the room next door to where he was, and you got these new badass speakers. Got I, I can hear everything down here. I can hear everything down here in the hall. Like, the acoustics clear. are better yeah. because we have some of that uh, a 1925 old uh, wooden floor. It's really nice. This, this building has a lot of those. Spots. This building's really cool. I, I love, I love this I'm gonna place. let you know. I even uh, 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 saved me a, a, a dance floor. Oh yeah, I mean, I get. get you up there cutting the rug, aren't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes we will have a piece of art, and we're pretty. 
we were creating it, dancing around it with the paints in it. And just. <laughs> all right, all right. So, 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 so when we first moved into the building, uh, we we had we had tenants in here that ran a, a daycare therapy service, right? <laughs> and so I remember getting calls. There's some this crazy guy out underneath this tree. I don't know what he's doing. He's dancing around, and it was Anthony. And I had to tell these people, no, this guy rents here. He's cool. You need to lay off of it. But <laughs> I, I'm sure you remember it all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'd call the cops on him for mm. just random stuff. Oh, just, really? Oh, yeah. It, it, it wasn't the best relationship mm. ever. But However. But we were. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't the best. But there was icing on the cake. And here it was. When we briefly had our works on the wall, and we had to take them down, and the landlord said, you know, Anthony, I'm going to protect you and your works. We took them down after they were up for like three months. That spring, all the harassment that went on then, and that was going on at the present moment, I've seen images drawn out on the sidewalk with chalk by children. And it was images they once saw. So they got inspiration. Yeah. And I snapped the picture and I saw, I sent it to Bree Russell. I said, don't tell me we haven't influenced them in a positive way. I said, see, that dispels anything they say. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so beautiful. Austin, oh man, it wasn't just one, it's everywhere. Ow. And what people don't realize is it was an autistic school that was here. Mm. And the kids were great. The kid, the kids, the kids were awesome. And it was, it was a cool idea. There was uh, uh, supposed to be a caregiver per kid. Mm. So, I mean, I understand yeah. what they were trying mm. to do. Yeah. But what he's trying to say is like, they pulled those, that art down and they didn't realize what it was doing. Mm-hmm. And, and in fact, I offered little stars, free art projects. <laughs> and it was, I even had a, a COVID proof plan. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I was taking those old four inch floppy disks that nobody uses anymore. Had a lot of them. Give one to each child, say, cover it the way you want. I love them. And put it on a piece of wood that has been thrown away. Dude, the colors just perfect where the colors all are in harmony. Kind of fit them in a way. Yeah, yeah. No! I said, okay. I still love you anyway. I bet. And, 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 and those are the kind of projects that we hope to encourage with youth. We yeah, hope to, like, we, why not? Would you help to encourage a bunch of kids that ain't got a lot of shit going on here all day anyway? Well, I, I, they're trapped I, in this building all day. I'm saying for us, for, from our perspective, from the nonprofit angle, we have an amazing, recognized, local artist. Award-winning. Right here, right here in the building. Award-winning. Yeah. Yes. Right here in the building, right? Yeah, utilize that. And he's willing to help. To teach kids, youth. Yeah, a man. few. A few now. No, yeah, no, don't no, believe no, no, He's taking all three applicants 50 at a time. Bring your bad kids down. Yeah, I must remember now. You know, I do have Well, that's why he's got that stick. I'm going to have I have a wife that is immobile. I have to say that. And... See the at home, and then the few hours I get to have with her. That's the way it is because I love her. In sickness and in health, yep. 
the female. Yeah. So when we come here, <laughs> put on some Jimmy and let's sky up. <laughs> oh, I come in here before we left that one night. We left that one night after we had those two late podcasts. I was like, who's Jimmy? He's like, oh, it's Anthony upstairs. Oh, come on up. So how, so how can we get a hold of all your stuff? How can we learn? About, how can people find you? How can we? How can we push the public to buying your art, all that good stuff? Oh well, you know, I'm right now. I'm just on Facebook. Book, I, I understand there are some un, uh, there's some outstanding web designers here in the house. Yes, I was looking. Well, I was trying to go to this one young man, and I waited for him for about three years, and I said it's just not going to work. And we need to get rolling now as it gets hotter. So I'm wanting to find someone here to get our web. Uh, get your uh, web page built and stuff, yes. so you can get your. So we can get your stuff out there? Yes. Great. But everything. We need that, that too, man. <laughs> we need a fucking one page too. <laughs> you ain't the only one. <laughs> and, 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 and you all, uh, uh, opened up an interesting avenue. Everything that we have done, one handshake at a time. That's it. Put that in my pocket. Don't, I know I put you in there. One handshake at a time. Oh, you got cards? And oh, passing yeah. out one card at yes. a time. Oh, 100%. I, got, I keep all of our guest cards. And if anybody asks for anything that's remotely in those areas, then I can't wait to do it now. And go back to having that handshake and having a conversation. That's how I sell. That's how I've always yeah. sold everything. I mean, PK and Piss Management, we don't advertise other than this yeah. podcast. Yeah. So everything's done by handshake. So, you that's know, the best but, way to go apart. But, but you do have a Facebook. Uh, yeah, Facebook. Can, oh, yes. Uh, Anthony Dozier. Uh, Anthony Dozier. D-O-Z-I-E-R. And it'll be on the, yeah, and we'll put it on the website. Mm-hmm. Or, and we'll, or we'll put it now, on the website. I'm going to explain something about, about the Dozier and the Dozier. In regions of France, <laughs> it is pronounced different. Now, there's a famous baseball player, Kansas City Royals, Hunter mm-hmm. Dozier. Yeah. Very right. good baseball player. Good for you, Hunter. But in the southern region, where the family that's in my family, this dossier, and this name dates back to the 12th century. Dossiers were people that were good with their hands. Imagine that. That just seems to apply. (laughs) And they were like one step under the nobles. In other words, they made a good living. And they were respected. No, they didn't have to have the high seat to have, you know, a little strength or whatever. You know, whatever came along back in the 12th century. I said, wow. That's interesting. So. Very nice. Thank well, you. I think we've got to pretty much wrap it up. Yeah. Um, 
please please check out Anthony. And you can check out a lot of his art around Muse when you're here. Oh, yeah, those yeah, gallery. <laughs> yes, it is. It's awesome. So if you want to, and even added to you some pieces back yes, there. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, come to Muse. Check yeah. check out the uh, the gallery. What's it, the Dozier Gallery? I like that. That sounds really good. Cool. Dozier Gallery. I yeah. like it. And bring all your badass kids. He's doing big here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give them all hammers. And, uh, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change some uh, 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 words in that after and Simpsons. Song. They said, "Don't cost you nothing." No, it's gonna cost you something. You know, man, you your time. You know, I put like this. You know, no, I don't expect the fame and the fortune, but we're willing to share part of ourselves, break off a part of ourselves, so it goes into the twenty-first and twenty-second century. It's a bit of immortality. That's cool. I hear that. So check out the Aaron and Austin show on YouTube. Give us a like and a subscribe. Yep. Give give us money. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We need chairs. Yeah. (laughs) You see me squirming all episodes because my butts are hurting on these too. Only the first one of today. Seriously though, if you do have a business, uh, we're in the business of promoting your business. Yeah. And so, and uh, if you need art for your business, we got a sponsor show. We know venues. We know everything. So get with us. We can't wait wait to help out everybody. I mean, well, come on, get on board. Let's go. All right. Well, hit us with that uh, theme music. Let's get on out so Mm -hmm. I can stand the fuck up my back is <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>